of the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Tuesday the 9th, and you're tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And Marsha, it's a special day for you today. It is. I'm so excited. I'm going to be obnoxious about it all day. I already had um, Bob Steele over on the big dog <laughs> me a, a birthday or anniversary song anyway happy 30th anniversary to my dear husband ed uh they really shouldn't let people make those kinds of life altering decisions <laughs> at that age but um yeah 30 well he got lucky marcia congratulations <laughs> well, absolutely congratulations we'll thank talk you. about it more because you certainly have a uh, ton of history facts oh my here, gosh yeah uh people are gonna be in... depressed at how how little things cost in 1992 oh, i know tell me so, about it but yeah. anyways we do have our first guest also in studio and it is uh, Martinsburg Police Chief George Swartwood. How you doing, Chief? And good morning, Jordan. Good morning, Marsha. And congratulations. Thank you. Happy anniversary. I don't believe that number of years whatsoever. <laughs> I, I, you must have got married when you were, what, seven, eight, <laughs> Thank nine? you. I, I appreciate that. But, but, but I've lived every stuff. one of those years. Great and stuff. it's It's a lot of work, but it's one of those things you, you wake up every morning, you decide you're going to stay married. Right? Amen. I right? agree. Uh, yes, ma'am. How long so have you been married? Stuff. Oh, no. Don't put me on the oh, spot because I've been here. Longer than me? We, long enough. No, no. No, 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 no. But we've been together for a long time. Say long enough, right? Yes. (laughs) Long enough. Very cool. So uh, I was out with you guys last week. That was a very exciting uh, event. Uh, The the school training, live training uh, with with a number. There were 92 members of local law enforcement. And uh, so break that down for our listeners who, who weren't on the scene and why that kind of thing matters. Oh, that was that was some of the best uh, incident training that I've gone to and my uh, our officers have gone to. And I got to give a shout out here with the FBI and the Eastern Panhandle Drug and Violent Crimes Task Force. Uh, what they did and putting this together and with everyone and my captain too, Doyle and uh, the sheriff and all sheriffs and Everyone did such a tremendous job sending people to this and getting this training. And what it was when they, when they pitched it uh, to us, they said, look, we want to give active shooter training. We have two schools there in Jefferson County real close to each other that they've allowed us to run in the school. And that's what we want to practice. And how we respond as law enforcement is exactly how they portrayed it is that you go in, you, you end up there one at a time, couple, two, three at a time, but go in. That's so, that is so important. And that is what we stress. And we wanted our officers to feel that we wanted them to feel the tension, the anxiety, the screaming, the yelling, you know, kids that are there, you're going to see things that you don't want to see. You're going to see probably children shot, teachers shot, people scared, screaming, running, and you're going to have to make decisions real quick, assess things real quick. 
So that got everyone's level up, elevated, and then they performed it. And everyone did a tremendous job. I was so proud of our guys, and, and they just did an absolutely tremendous job. So kudos to First Sergeant Dean Olack. And with the FBI, it was just excellent because I know their HRT team was there also participating in it, and it was everything that it should be. Of course, uh, with the Uvalde uh, shooting, that was just uh, fairly recently. A lot of the criticism, I guess you can say, was of the law enforcement, uh, I guess, delaying their entry into the school. So I'm sure that that was towards the very top of the list of things uh, on your guys's you know list while going through these trainings. We always see things. Every time we have a scenario, we do training or we do anything. We assess that. We assess where we were strong at, where we needed to get better at. And I know with our department, our active shooter uh, policy and response stresses that most immediately. Go in. Go into the school. We have a response time of three minutes wow. in town. So teachers and students, you got to buy us probably about two because when that call comes in, you're going to be flying to it. Every Everybody will run. Everybody will run to it. Task force, state police, sheriff's department, city police, on duty, off duty, going to court, what? Mm. It doesn't matter. Everybody will show up. But they will show up piecemeal but you still have to go in you have to assess it where the threat is and then actively and physically engage the shooter that's what has to be done and that's what we stress to our guys and i know that they will perform just in that manner what kind of feedback have you gotten from the folks who were involved it doesn't even have to just be your guys and gals just um you know the other law enforcement that was there they loved it. Uh, that's the easiest way I can say. Our guys loved it. We're doing uh, our own active shooter uh, scenarios and things. I believe it's going on this week. We're using uh, old city hall building mm-hmm. uh, as such, and they loved it because it was realistic. Uh, they got to be hands on. You know, we had uh, simulation rounds and things of that nature. People, kids. There were kids there that participated in it too. Some were students. Some were family of law enforcement as well that were there putting on this scenario to make it as. M- to make it dramatic, but to make it real life, what you are going to see. And, you know, I, I spoke, I can't say enough for Jefferson County and Berkeley County Public Schools. They jumped on this. They reached out. Yes, we need this. We want this. We want to assure parents, your kids are safe. Your kids are safe, and we're going to do everything in our power to keep them that way. So they learned a lot, and uh, a special shout-out to Jeff Caesar, uh special agent in charge of the FBI here in this area. He's a great guy. This was all their idea. Now, Jeff will be mad at me because I mentioned his name because he he tries to remain as very humble as I do, and so does Dean. But by gosh, when you come up with something like this and you can put this together and get everybody participating in it, you do need to be recognized. Well, yeah, and the trainings do need to be a little bit shocking because, I mean, you have to be – of course, you never know what you're going to expect if that situation occurs and you run into the school, but you need to at least have some sort of – gauge on you know what you're going to see exactly something that you can build off of that's realistic and even when we were talking i can remember uh, i was part of that that we ran out to when we got the call active shooter in the school now i'm not going to mention the school they did a tremendous job but that's what the call was coming on the radio and everybody ran to that and we saw things everybody went in and then we realized it was false information Mm -hmm. but that that fear that anxiety that crying throwing up screaming of those poor kids when we got them out to get them in the cafeteria to say you all are safe this wasn't what it was somebody misinformed someone and put it out to us that way but that was the anxiety we're seeing and our guys going in 
felt that as well. They were going, this is this is what it is. And we saw things that we, we, we knew we had to improve on immediately. One of them was, I said, hey, Dean, all my people don't know all your people. And the task force showing up with guns out wow. and jeans and T-shirt, that's a little confusing for a split. He said, I saw that too. So we fixed that. So we worked on that and fixed that. Some things that we saw to keep another tragedy possibly from happening, we, we corrected yeah, we're speaking with Martinsburg Police Chief George Swartwood talking about the school safety exercise from last week. Now, people are doing their back-to-school shopping right now, and I've been seeing a lot on Facebook, people going on Amazon and buying these like back bullet, backpack bulletproof plates. Is that... Is that the way to go about if you want to, you know, protect your kid in that way? You know, is that maybe too a little too far to an extent? Can you buy appropriate bulletproof things off of, you know, site like Amazon? Uh, I, I'm not familiar with it. I've heard of that. I haven't yeah. seen it. But but uh, I can tell you, you know, whatever you, uh, a parent believes, in my humble mm-hmm. opinion, a parent believes is going to help their child or keep their child safe. I'll never fault them for that. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone says, well, my kid's going to take a gun to school. No, you ain't. Yeah, no, you're not. That's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Now, things that you can do to protect them, tell them to be vigil. Tell them to understand, to obey orders that they're seeing and hearing when it happens, to try to remain as calm and collective as they possibly can in one of these situations. Help's coming. We're going to get there so quickly, but the first couple minutes, teachers and all and faculty has to buy us some safe some safe parameter to allow us that two minutes of travel time to get there. Once we're there, we'll handle it. We'll take care of it no matter what. But we're relying on the school personnel to do just that. And I tell you, even in that scenario, school personnel were tremendous. They were absolutely tremendous. I get, I've always been such a, a fan of public schools in Berkeley County, especially in Jefferson County as well. We had some great commentary from both. All the Sheriff Casey Bohr, Sheriff Harmon both got out there and were saying things, and they helped so much. I know Sheriff Harmon did with the actual uh, roles and playing of the roles and supplying equipment. So, uh, that was extremely helpful to this whole scenario of going on. And they're going to do it again. I know that uh, it's going to come into town. They're going to use South and mm-hmm. uh, Martinsburg High School, I hear. So I'm looking forward to that as well, both my old Alamada. So I'm glad <laughs> to see that. And uh, we'll send the other half. And when I told Jeff, I said, I'll send you my whole department. And I sent like 18 people. Mm-hmm. So the next time, the other 18 and more are going uh, to it to get this training. And it was it was spot on it's what's needed and we need to be sharp with that and we need to know how we're going to respond in that feeling you get when you go in because you may be going in alone but help is going to be right behind you but you're going in i mean make no doubt about that my my officers understand that that is what's expected of them pony up it's time to play you got to go in because we're their life and safety they don't have the protection that we have they don't have the ability to deal with this they are dependent on that and that's how it happens and when you get there like that you go in and others will be right behind you so it should be mentioned we we had on friday the day after it uh we we played a lot of the sound cuts from that press conference that you guys did afterward and to a person uh the three sheriffs from the panhandle as well as you said you know we're not going to hesitate you can you can rest assured we're going to go in and protect the kids Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I could not say that anymore. I, I think everyone knows how I feel about they are our kids. That's how I feel about all these kids in the community. They're our kids and we're going to protect them. And I forgot to mention uh, Sheriff Hanson there, Jefferson County. So thank mm-hmm. you, Marsha. And I believe that was everybody's phrase as well. That was everybody's thinking. 
we're going to protect these kids no matter what. That's what we're going to do. We're going to be sharp. We're going to be vigilant. But we're going to go in and we're going to handle this problem and this threat. But some of the other things that we learned also from that that we do in the city. So I'm going to you know give our department a little shout out. You can learn so much from these things. Now, the whole idea is to not have one ever happen. And we're going to be vigilant with it. We have, we have a school resource officer, so does the county. But we make, and we will again here when school starts up, random checks with patrol at every school, at every school in the city. You go in, check with administration, look around, talk to the principal, talk to administration, make sure everything's on the status quo, everything's good, everybody's safe. So you never know when one of my officers will already be in that school. We don't have school resource officers for all the schools, but I'm going to subsidize that by having my officers go in and check every school. And sometimes if we believe something's going on, they can deal with it. If they got a minor problem, they can deal with it when that officer's right there. But just to let the parents know that when you let your kid go to school, we're going to check on them too for you. And we're going to come in through the day. And it may be a couple times a day that we go in as a signature service just to make sure everybody's safe and sound. Our guest this morning, Martinsburg Chief of Police, George Swartwood, and and, uh, you always bring us pinch stories. So July 25th, uh, your guys were out uh, patrolling, and there was an accident on Winchester Avenue, and uh, it turned into more than just that traffic accident. Absolutely. I mean, I'm so proud of my people, and I can't say enough good things about them. But on the 25th of July, Patrolman Lehman and Patrolman Anderson arrived at the scene of just a simple accident call, and they saw past that. They saw that there was more involved. Sergeant Neely arrived at the scene and Patrolman Borsico also. They discovered that this was not just a simple accident. This was illicit sales of drugs and a drug dealer who was armed with an AR-15 assault rifle with the with the serial numbers obliterated on it. That's never a good sign. That gun only has one purpose. Mm-hmm. That's all that it's designed for is to protect product or get rid of somebody. That's what it's made for. That's why they would go that extra effort. So they got us. Uh, they got several, twelve grams of crack cocaine, over fifteen hundred dollars in currency. But the most important to me, they got an illegal weapon off of a person that couldn't have it anyway, and was involved in the sale of drugs. An AR-15 rifle. That's something that you don't want to run into on a traffic stop or mm-hmm. anywhere. And that's what I've said. We are seeing more and more of that. We are seeing more high caliber pistols, high magazine count. And also assault rifles. That's what my people are seeing when they pull over car stops that, that turn into drug stops and or they're doing search warrants. And I've seen more illegal guns on the streets involved in drug sales of that uh, this year and a half than I've seen in my 37 years. And this doesn't this doesn't seem like a lot of uh, illicit drugs to warrant that big of a gun either, right? It, it makes you wonder what else that gun's been involved yeah. in. Yeah. I mean that doesn't look. Maybe I mean, they the, were the coming picture, back after the sale. That's true, but you I mean know, it just seems they like just it, didn't have the product. Seems like it. an overly aggressive firearm, right. and, and that's how and that's how a lot of drug dealing is done. It's done piecemeal. It's call up dope. It's ordered dope. Uh, you know, call it up. Know your dealer. Call him up. He'll come deliver what you want. He will have a certain kind of quantity with him, but he knows less I have, the less that I can get ripped yeah. off of, or yeah. the less I can lose if the police stop me. So they're they're not stupid. I mean, they, this is a business to them. They're in it to make money. So. That's how it's done. That's how it's sold. But that rifle's scary. So and, hands off. Uh, kudos to my guys for getting that. And where would where did they find that in the car? Was it just does? does no, it's it just the sit, rifle. The butt yeah. of the rifle was sticking out. Just sit where like the barrel, the gearbox the barrel is. Was Thank the out. Lord. I I never said they were conscientious about how they conduct yeah. business, but yeah. they do it. So little mistakes like that get overlooked until the police are right there. 
So that was a good that was a good sign, and you almost wonder. And I know they're going to do traces and checks on that rifle to see if it has been used in a homicide, to see if it has been used in a shooting in the city somewhere. But when you take the time to get rid of the serial numbers on it, that gun only has one purpose, and it's all illegal and it's all bad intent. So if someone is in a neighborhood, they're listening and they're 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 seeing some of this happening. Are there safe avenues for them to let you guys know? Absolutely. They can call in uh, to 264-2100. That's our direct extension. Uh, and I'll tell you up front, if you hit zero, it goes to live dispatch. You can bypass the the quorum of uh, mm-hmm. options you can use. <laughs> Automation. And uh, dispatchers will be on me for saying that. But it's so be it. That's what it is. And they can also uh, address it email-wise to us to a tip line that we have that comes through the city's website as well so they can get on that as well so they can stay anonymous if they want it adds a lot more credence if you allow us your name so we can say this is from an actual person it's not just you know an anonymous person but they can say i wish to remain anonymous this is who i am and it adds credence to the call because then somebody is standing up putting their feet on the line and saying i'm seeing this right now so we take all that information and we build off of it. We can use some of it for probable calls and the building of probable calls. But the biggest thing is if you call, we might have a patrol car right around the block from you mm-hmm. that could intercede on that in 10 seconds. And that's good stuff. Again, speaking with Martinsburg Police Chief George Swartwood, we just have a few minutes till we have to get to our break here. But uh, I do want to bring out, last week was National Night Out. looked like you had a great turnout out at uh, War Memorial Park. Uh, how was it? That's always such a fun event. It was. It was great. We had a, a great uh, night, great temperature, great everything. And uh, it was huge. I mean, we had uh, we were competing with the youth fair uh, yeah. that day on, on occasion. It happens. The dates line up the same. But uh, I know that we probably in an estimate i know we fed about probably 600 people wow. and i'd say a lot of people didn't eat because they brought their kids and stuff so i'd say between 600 and maybe a thousand people mm-hmm. tops but so many uh vendors and all came out for us. so many things for the kids to do uh officers brought their whole families out there kids and stuff to climb in the police car look at the fire truck get up on the fire truck jump in a bounce house and my people jumped on it my officers jumped on it they're serving the food they're they're cooking things and a lot of a lot of retail places also helped and i'd like to give just a if i could just a couple shout outs for local people that have helped us with it chick-fil-a of course the the chick-fil-a sandwiches if you wanted them you had to get there early because they ran out before the burgers (laughs) did martin's grocery store gave us gift cards walmart gave us four bicycles that we gave away for the raffle tickets to these kids and those kids stuck around the one thing i told lieutenant darby who did a great job organizing i said let's give the bikes out a little sooner because some of these kids left he said well, none of them left that had a ticket because mm-hmm. all four of them went at the end <laughs> of the night. So that's good stuff. And Jamie Weller, retired from the Martinsburg Fire Department, has always volunteered his time and service and brought his grill. And he grilled for us the whole night. So shout out to wow, Jamie. 600. Good stuff. That's and Parks wow. and Rec, you know, Mr. Bob Williams, He, as soon as I called him, he said, George, we'll arrange another day for swim lessons that are that day. You got to park. He said, I'm all about this. So kudos to him. He stepped up the, the same as I know Steve Catlett used to mm-hmm. do for us when he was running War Memorial. And everybody came back to me. Parents of kids said, George, this was such a great atmosphere. Kids had a great time. No arguments, no fights, no nothing like that whatsoever. Just the 
neighborhoods coming together, camaraderie with their police department and fire department and enjoying the evening. Yeah, it's speaking with Martinsburg Police Chief George Swartwood. Unfortunately, we have to get to our first break. We'll cut you loose, but thank you for joining us this morning. Always oh, good to talk with Marcia you. Marcia Jordan, thank you so much. I appreciate you all so much. You're such a part of this community, and you've always been so kind to myself and my police department. Thank you again. Absolutely. Take care. Absolutely. Stick around for more Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. You're listening to my Uncle Doe and Marcia on Panhandle Live. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firms from West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, today is a uh, special day for you, and that day, uh, th- this day doesn't come around if uh, it's not for trust, right? you got to have a lot That's of true, trust in right? that person, and you've gone, through, uh, you've gone through a lot of big moments mm-hmm. with Ed, Eddie. I'm going to call him Eddie today. Is that sure. all right? Can yep. I get away with that today? And uh, I'm sure one of those was when you guys decided to buy your house. You need to put a lot of trust in each other, a oh, lot yeah. of trust into the person you were dealing with. Yeah. And of course, you know, that's when the design differences come. Yeah. But you, really? You want you want that? What, that color? Like, Shutters? Like what? Those, those blinds? Yeah. Those curtains? But trust, hey, it's really important when you're working with an agent to sell your home. And uh, I recently was talking with Liz McDonald. And she was talking about uh, John and Renee. Uh, they just became foster parents, right? They had a little bigger home because their family was growing. So they reached out to the Dandridge Group for help. And Liz and her team, they were able uh, to really put their minds at ease about the listing without having a new home under contract. Now, trusting Liz uh, is the way to go if you want, like you said, a nice, easy home buying or or selling experience. Liz McDonald of the Dandridge Group, she can give you an immediate cash offer for your home without all the large hidden fees, or she can help you negotiate to get the most money out of the uh, sale of your home. So call the only agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home, and that's Liz McDonald. Uh, you can give her a call today at 304-885-7645, or you can Google the Dandridge Realty Group. And like I said, Marcia, today is a very special day for you. Well, yeah, 30, 30 years. That's big. Under the, under the That's and a we'll, lot. we'll talk a little bit later about like what was happening in nineteen ninety two. Uh, I wasn't even born yet. Um, but can can I do the shout out? Sure, now? sure. Okay, yeah. so so this morning because I work at a radio station, I can do this. I just walked over to the studio and said, "Hey, can you play a song for me?" And the real Bob Steele from ninety five nine uh-huh. did. 95.9, the big dog, a great song from Diamond Rio. We'd like to wish Ed. And Marsha, a very, very happy 30th wedding anniversary. Marsha, of course, from the Panhandle News Network. She and her husband spent 30 years together, you know, in this day and age when marriages and relationships are pretty much throwaway. 30 years is one heck of a commitment. Congratulations, you two kids, and happy anniversary. Here's your Diamond Rio. It's called Imagine That. Yeah, imagine that we spent 30 years together and we haven't killed each other yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do got to get to our bottom of the hour break, so we'll let Dom Rio take us out to that one, too. Stick around. There's more Panhandle Live coming up. Lovers can't believe they got love coming true. It's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firms from West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location, downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And Marsha, we just played your uh, nice, sweet, uh, loving anniversary shout-out that you had Bob Steele do over on (laughs) 95.9 The Big Dog. So my question is, and being a a fellow person in radio, I, I think I might know the answer already, but does a good... Shout out slash song played on the radio. Get you out. And maybe we can ask Dana this too since she's not in the radio biz. Does that get you off the hook for buying a gift for like an anniversary or for a birthday or anything like that? Looks Does like that get you off the hook? it's going to have to today. <laughs> no, I, I think it depends, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a, a lot of people listen to that station. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah, people just found deal. out. Yeah. I don't know. I should get, all about, it's all about experiences instead of mm-hmm. things, there right? You go. So. Right. Thank you. Well, I yeah. like that. So I'm, I am off the hook. I'll probably get him chocolate, too. And me. That would, that would buy me. So right, <laughs> right. Yeah, right? I'll yeah, be my, sure hus- over there. my husband's love language, his re- recipient love language, is chocolate. Very <laughs> definitely. So uh, Dana DeJarnett is with us, promotion coordinator, WV Medicine Berkeley and Jefferson Medical Center. She's got lots of things uh, going on, but the one, or the reason I invited you in was to talk about your new pain management series first, and then we've got all kinds of other activities as well. Yeah, thank you very much. Yes, we've actually been doing this program for a while. Um, and even during COVID, we were able to do it virtually. So now we're going to be offering virtually and in person different sessions, but then it gives the people opportunity to participate how they can best participate, um, especially for people who are in pain and sometimes can't get out of the house and have good days and bad days. We've had people say, you know, if it wasn't for doing it virtually, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So um, we are going to be offering a virtual version of the program starting at the end of August. So it's a six-week program, meets once a week for about two hours each session, um, has a lot of interactive sessions. They get a book with it. Um, I think it's a great for people um, to help them learn how to manage their health and manage their pain without using medication, although we do talk about the medications and how to talk to your physician and that type of thing. Unfortunately, sometimes when you're trying to manage with pain medicine, it levels off, tapers off, it loses its efficacy. So having other strategies, some of the, some of which might be diet, you know, mm-hmm. to relieve mm-hmm. inflammation, those yep. kinds of things can actually help. Yep, exactly. We talk about um, anti-inflammatory diet. We talk about exercise. We talk about how you use your mind to distract yourself from the pain or, you know, just using your mind to, you know, meditation, relaxation techniques, distraction, all that kind of stuff. And I feel like people were probably thinking, uh, how can meditation, you know, help if I have chronic pain when I can just take a Tylenol and keep it moving? And I feel like it kind of everyone takes a Tylenol, right? I mean, I took a Tylenol this morning, so I woke up with a headache or I've taken who knows how many allergy pills the past couple of days because mm-hmm. I can't breathe normally. But uh, I, sometimes those are not necessarily placebo, but they, you know, aren't fully effective and it, they could just be treated by, you know, maybe sleeping, going to bed a little earlier or something like that. What? Right. <laughs> Yeah, sleep's a big thing. <laughs> yeah, th- those are the things. Yep. It, it is. And it's that like actually a is one of the things we talk about, too. We, we've, you're hitting everything that mm-hmm. we talk about. Yeah. And um, the thing is important to know what medications and how to use the medications and interactions with other medications. So that is an important aspect of it. But also your mind plays a big part in it. And I know, um, you know, just if you have a headache sometimes taking something doesn't help, but sometimes just getting out and doing Mm -hmm. something different, even if it's just, I'm going to start cleaning this up or organizing this and just getting your mind off of it. 
you know, half hour later, like, hmm, I forgot I had a headache or I don't feel that headache anymore. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of things that mind plays a part in and in, in how you manage it. I guess for Marsha, it's when I knock my light down and it keeps you from Instant getting a headache. headache. I, Instant <laughs> I, mean, I can tell. Ridiculous. I can always tell when the light's on too long. Like, <laughs> this little light of mine. I'm, I'm trying to give him a little As Marsha's over there just staring at me oh with her gosh. hands at her temples. <laughs> All day. So, um, so talk about how folks can avail themselves of this go around. Yeah. So they just need to contact me um, and we'll register them for the program. We will send you the book that is part of the program and a couple handouts. And then we'll send you the Zoom link by email. And then you would just sign on to the Zoom link and participate in the class. So what else is going on? Uh, of course, I always come with more than mm-hmm. one thing. That's all right. Um, hey, and, so, uh, well, we were talking before the uh, we came on air that we ran into each other at the farmer's market yesterday and I asked yeah. you, was it before or after my dog made a complete fool of himself, which is pretty <laughs> uh, status quo at the farmer's market. But you are going to be having uh, something going on this weekend out there, right? Yep. So it is National Farmer's Market Week, I think. Oh, so, I had no idea. Yeah, we didn't even know when we planned this, but we're having uh-huh. a wellness day Saturday. So we have lots of activities going on. We will have blood pressure and glucose screen. We have Walk with a Doc. Dr. Kathy Funk will be with us to lead a walk that day. We also have another Dr. Eggleston is going to be there to answer questions for people. She's an endocrinologist, so if you're getting your glucose checked or your blood pressure, she can talk to you about that. Um, We have lots of kids' activities. We're actually going to be doing a hula hoop making with uh, Julep, the Junior League of the Eastern Panhandle is coming to do that. We have a cooking demo, so lots of stuff going on. Yes, it's going to be a full morning of activity and Definitely worthwhile. Plus the vendors that are there and our farmer who has uh, the produce Mm -hmm. is fully stocked. Lots of lots of produce on hand. Um, And then we also offer the SNAP program for people who have SNAP benefit and you can double your SNAP dollars for your fruits and vegetables. Oh, that's huge because everything's so expensive at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's neat. That's going to be a fun day at the farmer's market. Sometimes yeah. they'll have a, a DJ there and it's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Some morning it'll be like nine 30 in the morning. And this DJ's playing like these, uh, it's either like a party thing uh-huh. or like a slow jam, like a slow jam. Like you're playing for a nice dinner or something like that. It's hilarious walking through town at like 10 o'clock in the morning and hearing Hearing some of that stuff. Well, I'm glad you like him because that's Mr. Yes, bring him back. Bring him back. I love it. Once he knows who you are, he's going to shout you out. Do it. Do it. You need to to point him out and say, Bill, I'm for it. See well, that guy? That's it, Jordan. Yeah. Say hello. Well, if I bring the dog, you'll definitely notice it because he'll probably be doing something ridiculous <laughs> or jumping on somebody's uh, somebody's table of some sort. But that's not the only thing you have going on. Yeah. So my other program I brought with me. They so have a the, lot of colorful paper over there. Right. She always brings handouts. <laughs> colorful flyers, which you can find on Facebook on the WVU Medicine Facebook page or Healthy Berkeley Facebook page. Um, Walk with Ease program, which is the walking program, and WVU Extension, Karen Kozlowski from there and I have now partnered to offer these programs, and we have one starting at War Memorial Park. It's not until September 12th, and then we're actually doing a new one um, at Ranson Civic Center indoor because they had an indoor walking program, kind of shut down during COVID a little bit. They're starting to gear back up, and people are allowed to come back in and walk and starting up their basketball leagues and all that kind of stuff program. So we're going to be doing an indoor walking program at the Ranson Civic Center on Monday morning, starting September 12th, and then in War Memorial Park here in Berkeley County um, in the evenings uh, starting September 13th. Do people have to pay for that stuff? Nope. Free, open to all. We do have books that are part of that program. So um, come out and it's a six-week program once a week. And I know that some people do it over and over again, which is great. 
continue to con- keep up your walking program, then I know people maybe partner up after that and continue to walk or maybe walk other so days So they meet together. walking friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or I, I was imagining it'd be fun to just go with a friend, you know, yep. yeah. and yep. do it. Yep. Some people awesome. will come together. Some people will new people, uh, meet new people there. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we lost the mall, you know, the silver sneakers used to like oh, to go around the mall. They fly around that yeah. thing, too. <laughs> a little intimidated. Mm-hmm. They would do it. They would do it at Valley Mall, too. The white back sneakers, the right? They're mm-hmm. not silver, but they're white. Uh, <laughs> the, and the ones, I think that they, I think the guys um, at the one in Cumberland back when I was living out in Western Maryland, I think they would race because they would just slowly, because we'd be out there for like radio things. We'd be out there all day, right? Morning to mm-hmm. evening. And uh, you'd see that crew and they would just get faster and faster and faster, <laughs> but they'd never run. They would never go into a full run, which I always thought was hilarious. Yeah, we used to have a nice program to track miles there. And I can, mm-hmm. I, there was always some people that were at top of the list and thousands of miles over wow. the years mm-hmm. since it opened until it's closed. But did you know that you now can walk indoor at the Berkeley 2000 building? Um, now, the summers, I don't think you can because they have the summer mm-hmm. camps for the kids. But in the school year time... Um, that is open for people to walk there. Very we also cool. offer the Walk With Ease program. At, we'll probably do that in January there. So. Very neat. And you can find yeah. all this information online? Yep. On the um, best place to look is maybe like on different Facebook pages, like the Hospital One, WVU Medicine, Healthy Berkeley. We post a lot of that stuff. So, Very yeah. cool. And um, will you be doing your competition again around Christmas? Uh, the maintain, well, let's see what we call it. Slay the holidays. Slay yes. the holidays. Yep. That's a partnership with WVU Extension. I don't know if I'm ready for Marsha year two for Slay the Holidays. <laughs> look gonna at her. It. We're going to get it this year. <laughs> we are going to get it this year. Whether Marsha. Look how many youth we have now. We that can is true. <laughs> it looks always building. going out for runs and stuff. Yeah. Of these. yeah. Between Luke and Parker and you, among the three of you. Yeah. And then we've got Marie. That's yeah. true, Marie. Oh, you're, yeah. just, you're just and, throwing and down got, the gauntlet now. Can you yeah, tell Bob's her she's been ready? Dollars. She's been prepping for this. I should have, like, yeah. She's in training. The football guys, Death the charts. coaches have their little, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put you on this. The problem that I had is a lot of us would do this stuff and then not, you know, record it. Yeah. Or they wouldn't, someone yeah, wouldn't record not, it. They wouldn't they, record it, air quotes. They wouldn't record it. They'd do it, but they wouldn't record it. <clears throat> Looking at you, Jordan. <laughs> Looking at me. Like, like he would he would go in and it like low low key just impress everyone just by putting a bunch of amazing miles on. So. The key is the wait. You wait until the end of the week, then you throw them all in there and yeah. it looks no, like a lot. You know what though? It's it's goals though, because uh I realized I was not drinking enough water and that was my like Susan killed me on water. Mm-hmm. Susan mm-hmm. drinks a ton of water. So like she was way better than I was at that. So Yeah, so that's tracking your miles and, and any activity. It could be walking. Mm-hmm. It could be like 20 minutes of activity. We equal a mile and drinking water. And, and the whole point of it was to try to maintain your weight over the holidays mm-hmm. and maintain being healthy over the holidays. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think I've become almost a little bit more sedentary with as hot as it's gotten the last couple of days. Because, man, I get home, leave here, walk outside. I mean, you're in, yeah. we're literally in here from like 6 o'clock until whatever time we leave. And don't go outside at all. So as soon as you go out, I'm thinking, man, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this, do that, do this, do that, and walk outside and get hit with that heat. It's like, um, I'm melt. actually going to stay inside. It's going to break today, though, isn't it? Today or tomorrow? I think it, today's the bad. Tuesday. Today is yeah. heat and seas into the hundreds. And then tomorrow's oh rain, and then Thursday is rain, I think, in the morning, but then that's when the humidity is supposed to break. It's supposed to get nice. So fingers oh. crossed, that's for sure. But, Dana, can you let again everybody know where they can go to find out more information about all this? Um, go to the WVU Medicine, Berkeley and Jefferson Medical Center's Facebook page or Healthy Berkeley Facebook page. Awesome. Again, Dana nice. DeJarnett, thank you for joining us this morning on Panhandle Live. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And stick around for more Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kabalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Nicewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kabalik. And uh, with as happy of a day as it is today, Marsha, with it being your uh, 30th wedding anniversary, it's also a sad day because yesterday uh, it came out that Olivia Newton-John passed away. Um, that not going to lie, that one kind of shook me a little bit. I didn't realize, A, that she was as old as she was. Mm-hmm. I think I just perpetually thought she was like how old she was uh, in the first Grease movie. Uh, and secondly, I didn't know she was as sick as she was for so long. 30 years yeah. after her initial breast cancer diagnosis. So no when you think about it, it's a positive that she was able to mm-hmm. live and thrive, not just survive, but thrive for 30 years. She went on to do other um, you know, philanthropic things. She she did other projects for 30 years um, in the face of a breast cancer diagnosis and had a foundation, established a foundation that presumably will go on to impact other people who are struck with uh, breast cancer and, and other cancers as well. Say, man, even look at these pictures. She looked great. Mm-hmm. She looked Very great. healthy looking. Yes, absolutely. So. And I, like I said, I had no idea that she uh, was as sick as she was. But yeah, Olivia Newton-John passes away. At the age of 73, that's a tough one for uh, the old Nice Warner family. Like I was telling you, Greece has been a long time staple. And, uh, well, of course, Olivia Newton-John uh, is big in that one. So that I was think, a tough one. I think I read that she was 29 when she played that part. They were all so, they were all super old. I think it's hilarious because always every once in a while these videos will pop up of uh, and it'll be like, did, the, did these uh, directors really think that we were going to think that these kids were high school kids? Right. And it's like Rizzo and them with beards and like, <laughs> you know, great. And they're supposed to be like sophomore juniors. In right, high right, right. Uh, old Rydell, Rydell High. Man. So Very that, sad. You guys Very sad. The, Olivia you guys did the karaoke to that? or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm trying to find, uh, well, I guess now. Um, uh, fallen from grace, Eddie Deason, uh, somewhat local from Western Maryland. Yeah, he was in oh, Greece. He wow. was, uh, uh, oh, the nerd. Uh, I can't think of his name. Dwayne? Dwayne? Not Dwayne. People are probably shot at the radio I know. Station. I can't or remember. Uh, what Eugene. Okay. Eugene was. He a, was yeah. Eugene in Greece. But um, yeah, very sad nonetheless. But back to back to uh, uh, good things, Marjorie, because it is your 30th wedding anniversary. Back all the way in 1992. Was it as well, nice what, out today <laughs> as it was on your wedding day? So I had an outdoor wedding and it was raining cats and dogs. That well, they morning. say that's good luck, right? So raining, raining, pouring, pouring. I was, you know, I'm a person of faith. So mm-hmm. I was praying. I'm like, you know, and I just... I never doubted that it would be okay. And we were, you know, everyone was wiping the seats down and stuff at this amphitheater down nice. at Pipestone Park, right? Nice. And, uh, you know, the heavens opened up Look and then that. it was shining and bright. And, and uh, you know, my, my advice after all of that, because we had a wedding in which we brought uh, two different uh, religions, faiths, you know, a mm-hmm. Catholic, Protestant together. Oh, wow. And, um, and my whole church there... His it was a his family reunion. His friends from college, the Kappa Six. How many people came up. did you have? No wonder you're at an amphitheater. <laughs> you had forty thousand people at your. <laughs> you know, my family, his family, and uh, needed security my co- for My college friends and and all of those folks were able to come together. And no matter what your your worries are, the day that it happens, it's going to happen. And then then your job from then forward is just 
you know, make it at work with this person that you've chosen in your, you know, early 20s. And maybe that maybe we shouldn't let folks in their early 20s make big decisions <laughs> like that. But, you know, so far it's worked. So I got to ask you, uh, and I don't want the cliche answers. All right. What's the secret? That's all I, that's all what's I have. What's the secret? Okay. So I don't want the don't go to bed angry thing. We all know those. You know, and that's the thing. I, I can't do the cliches because people are always like, he's my best friend. He's actually not. My best friend <laughs> likes to go vintage shopping a lot more than he does. <laughs> but, but he's the cutest. That's the thing. So I think if he ever got ugly. Oh, I'd he's gone. Probably toss. Man, no <laughs> Just, wonder. No wonder he's out playing soccer all the time, staying fit and healthy. Good so, that he feels the pressure. He so feels the, the hook. The the thing is, we we have a lot of differences in many ways, and no marriage is perfect, obviously. But um, we're we're very similar in the very important things, and faith, and how we approach raising our kids, and making sure that, and very committed to making sure that they had people there, you know, in their home, and we stayed married. So yeah. So a lot of that is, you know, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, it might have had a different answer. But hmm. yeah, um, yeah, he's cute. And we, we got along on the very important things. Oh, and he uh, he got you because he was a beach boy, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The, so the, t- the, the, the West Virginia country girl going down the beach, it's, the tale is old as uh, time. No, no. He met. I, he was here. I, he walked into my gift shop and I it was for me, love at first sight. Oh, well, so, very sweet. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. So, Absolutely. so uh, 1992, the world was a different place. You weren't, you certainly weren't spending uh, as, as much money as people are now. No. You want to go through some of the list? Yeah. So I'm looking at them here. Uh, let's see. Rye bread. I don't know why you picked no one rye buys, bread. Wait, why are you, why are you rye bread? I started with apples. Oh, apple, <laughs> <laughs> apples, red, delicious apples, 99 cents a pound, bacon, dollar uh, forty nine. That's per what pound. people want to know because it's like nine bucks a pound. I know now. ham seventy nine cents a pound. Let's see what else. Eggs ninety three cents a dozen. Nice. Um, let's see. World history. Fa- I don't know why I'm looking up like to try to see more of this email when I can just scroll down. So the rest beef two ninety nine a pound for eye round roast. Uh, Orange is four for a dollar. Well, here you go. Average price per gallon back in ninety two a dollar thirteen. What I can't even imagine. If you walk into a ga- at a gas station right now and you say, "Hey, can I have five on pump, whatever?" They'd probably laugh at you. Right. You're like five for what? Right. Like, you want the essence? Yeah, you want the <laughs> essence of gas? You're gonna smell it. You're gonna smell it, and that's your five dollars. Rate of inflation was three point oh one percent. First class stamp twenty nine cents. Household income was thirty thousand six hundred thirty six. And uh, you you spent six just shy of seventeen thousand for a new car, and I think this is kind of key. The average because because this was right before the bubble. The average price in America for a new house was one hundred forty four thousand one hundred dollars. Average monthly rent ready to fall over five hundred nineteen dollars. You know, there's some places some not far away from here that aren't that far off from that. <laughs> right? But we could use some 1992. That would be amazing. Now, here's here. what people really want to know about. The most popular TV shows from 92 to 93. All right. Mm-hmm. So get ready for this one. Let's see. Let's see if everybody agrees because we're uh, starting to run out of time here. At number one, from 92 to 93, 60 Minutes. And number two, Roseanne. Goodness, what a fall from grace yeah, she's pe- had people in are gonna, years. People are going to be like, oh, I forgot about that. Home, home Improvement at number mm-hmm. three. Here's a blast from the past for you. Murphy Brown at yeah, number four. Yeah, that was edgy, actually, that Murphy show. Brown at Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. Number five, Coach. Never heard of that one. What was Coach about? It was about a coach. <laughs> <laughs> really? 
that would have been, okay, I wasn't Shocker. sure. Uh, to go along with that theme, Monday Night Football, was that six? One, two, three, That was three, actually four, the five, real six. deal, like actual football. Right, Monday Night Football. Uh, CBS Sunday Night Movie at number seven. Cheers at number eight. And at, I think at number eight, did I get my numbers wrong? And I don't then, know. I think it's... Well, yeah, I don't and know then if Full it's House is per- at the last one on the yeah, list people, here. people... Are we a full house? So some of those are no, of course, are back. Be number ten or no, never left. Like yeah. sixty minutes, never left, and full house came back as a you know another iteration. <laughs> it's funny. I'm getting these texts from my parents right now because of course they're listening on stream, uh, so they're a little bit behind oh. uh, us live on the radio mm-hmm. right now. So uh, they're listening right now to you uh, talking about. Uh, how cute Eddie was mm-hmm. and things like that. And my mom's uh, giving my dad a hard time saying, oh, so many endearing attributes that your dad has, dot, 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 dot. So, <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you know that you've started a funny little argument in uh, the family group chat. But very cool. And congratulations to Thanks. you and Ed. You got any big plans? You, um, gonna, you can make him take you out to dinner somewhere? I'm, I'm making you handle the show for two days because we're going out on a little mini mini vey. Very cool. <laughs> Very neat. I will I will happily take it over for you guys to go celebrate. Now, is 30 anything special? Do you have to like, I don't know. It, I think it's pearls, but I told him at the beginning of the year because I knew he'd get really nervous about it. I said, let's just do little getaways, which we've done. And then this is just... The culmination of it. So very cool. Well, in honor of uh, the passing of Olivia Newton-John, sadly, the passing of Olivia Newton-John is seventy-three, and your thirtieth uh, anniversary, Marsha. I think this is a perfect little. Uh, I'm sure that this song encapsulates you and Eddie down at the beach somewhere, or pipe stem, or who knows, who knows what you crazy kids were doing back in the day. But for Marsha, I'm Jordan. This has been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCSD, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. We will talk to you later. Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too.